got a thick bride of chick on this beautiful Resurrection Sunday weekend. Um, forgive me for not having it done at a sooner time, but um, I did get it to you within a week. So uh, thank you for rocking with me. Um, so today I want to discuss the Netflix reality television show entitled Love is Blind. At first, I saw everybody talking about it on Facebook and I was like, yeah, sounds whack. Then I clicked on it. Looks even whacker. But it actually was a very interesting experiment. Um, pretty much, I think it was like 10 different couples, I don't know, uh, or 10 of each um, gender uh, lived in separate houses. And every day they would come into these pods and speak with each other. They did not get to see the opposite sex at all. It was strictly conversation, and um, they would just switch from pod to pod and build a bond, you know, with the other um, um, with the other genders, and eventually kind of whittled down. I was a little confused at first. I was like, "Is everybody gonna end up with somebody?" Or the and yes, no, everyone did not end up with someone. Everyone did not go to the next stage. Um, the idea was if within a certain amount of days someone proposed to you and you accepted you then went on to the next stage and got to see who um whose proposal you accepted very interesting concept and i called bull at first i was like oh hi bull but if you're kind of like me and you're not a looks girl this is very doable i've met men over the internet and not you know not actually seen them in person till months on you know months out and build connections with them before. Um, but I at least had the luxury of clicking on some photos and kind of seeing what they look like. But, um, so this is a project I would, I would totally do if it ever came to Louisiana or if I ever, you know, moved to Atlanta, I would definitely do it because it's so real. It's like at first it was, I was like BS, BS. But after a while you could feel their butterflies. Like you could feel I guess because I'm an empath and I just feel people's feelings anyway, but I could definitely feel what appeared to be budding love, you know, from these conversations. And, um, it was very interesting. I was like, it, it was hard to deny. I don't know if whipping the L word out so quick was genuine, but their connections were genuine. So, um, hold on. I'm just pulling up all the characters names up really quick. But everybody had their fan faves, I'm I'm sure. Um, for me, you know, definitely love Lauren and Cameron. That was the biracial couple. Now, here's the thing. If they really want to make it truly genuine, and maybe they probably already filmed season two, but if somebody could get this to Nick Lachey, <laughs> Jessica Simpson, ex-husband, um, maybe use some kind of voice disguisement because it is, and let me just tell you from someone who does customer service, it is usually... I say about 85% of the time, it is very easy to depict race from tone and from vocals. Um, I can tell usually when I'm speaking with a black patient as opposed to a white one. Maybe maybe every blue moon has somebody who really just got me. But I say for the most part, a good 85% of the time, just from, I can just hear a man speak and be like, okay, he's probably white. So, and I'm, I'm not MacGyver or anything, so I'm sure if I could do it. <laughs> then um the average person can do it so to make it truly anonymous they need to have some kind of voice disguising technology that these people use um so here's the thing okay here's the cast i've got them pulled up we got everybody's got their fan favorites um 
Love is blind. Overview. Why is it just showing um them two? Nah, boo. What's the? Okay, I might not get everybody's name right then because I can't seem to pull up the cast. But um, yeah. For the record, mm-hmm. TV series. Yeah, it was eleven episodes, and I watched them all, baby. It was good. Season summary contestants. Booyah, here we go. Okay. Cameron, for me, was a... I just loved his personality. He's so mellow. He's so laid back. And I, I genuinely think that's just him. So we had him. We had Lauren. Matt was another... Um, no, that they called him Barnett. Matthew Barnett. Um, Gina Nina. Gia Nina. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Kenny. Kenny was cool. Carlton. We'll be we'll come back to him. Oh, we had Lauren. She ain't make it to the next round, so who made it to the second round? What's my little man name? Mark. Was it Mark? He was my fave. Mark was my fave, but the thing with Mark is Mark Quivers. Yes, it's he's a fitness trainer, twenty four years old. Alright. When I tell you Mark is has been here before, like he has such an old soul to be that young. That, let me tell you, as a 32, almost 32 year old woman, I'm 31. But um, it's men my age ain't conducting themselves the way Mark did. But he don't know his own work. To a certain degree, he does. So he's like almost, almost there. But once he saw that Jessica was not checking for him... He should have bounced, you know, but we, we, we've all been guilty of it. You know, he had already truly fallen in love, and he didn't have a problem with how she looked. In essence, all right, so here's the thing. Jessica, which is who he ended up picking, was actually going back and forth between him and this little frat boy named Barnett. Barnett, from what I saw, had no in-depth conversation. He wasn't talking about anything on no genuine level, any anything really. And he was juggling three different women. He did not choose Jessica. Um, so when Jessica saw that that wasn't going to pop off, she finally went back to Mark and accepted his proposal. Although Mark had been team Jessica and only Jessica from day one. Now, um, when she already had hesitancy because he's Hispanic, let's just keep it a book. She don't want to, she didn't want to just come out and say that, but yeah, cause he's Mexican and he's 24. I can definitely understand her being iffy with the 24. I mean, that'd be great for in the sheets. But men tend to mature a little bit slower than women. So, you're talking about a 10-year age gap. That's just, that's double the immaturity or so you would think. But he had proven time and time again that he actually was pretty mature emotionally for his age. But was his life financially, etc., where hers was at? No. And who's expecting that? Why would you expect someone who is 10 years behind you to be where you are? That That's immaturity on your part. Hmm. But it's not like he ever hid anything from her. He, he didn't lie about his age or anything like that. He didn't lie about what he did for a living. He's very upfront. He's very honest. And she was just, she's still at that stage where she cared about what people think. What are they going to say? Who are they? Every, everywhere she went and thought people were going to just nail them to the cross, nobody cared. Like, this is America, Jack. This is 2020. Like, there's so many cougars. Cougars is a cool thing. You know, it's in. It's hip. Like, nobody cared. 
all the stuff she thought people would care about nobody cared about in essence the only person who was hooked on that stuff was her tail jessica was the one that had a problem with the fact that he was hispanic jessica had a, a problem with his financial um where he was financially and jessica had an issue with him being 24 years old the friends and family didn't care mama quavos welcomed him with open arms all that jazz all her friends all his friends they were a little skeptical but for the most part they truly supported them and um she was she i, I didn't care for jessica at all i'm gonna put this out there right quick I don't know if I'm just blessed to come from a baby face line of women or what, but to me, them folks be looking old. Like <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> Jessica could easily pass for forty. Um, Barnett was twenty seven. He be looking old. Even Mark, to me, Mark didn't look like no damn twenty four year old. I was like twenty four. Child, where he could easily pass for Jessica age? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's something in the um. And whatever the 20 year olds are drinking nowadays, um, Kenny definitely looked old. I was like 27, <laughs> but um, Carlton and he was straight. Um, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come back to him. I forgot about him, but yeah, who else? Kenny, yeah, he was 36. Huh? Ebony Alexis, where's the diamond girl? I don't show, I don't show how old Diamond is, but Lauren was um how old is Lauren? Gina Nina, whoever she got with, I think it was Damien. He look old too. Them hairlines be receding at a young age, but um Cameron looked a little bit old, you know, for his age as well. So um. But yeah, but um, he ended up being really sweet. Um, that worked out really well with Cameron and Lauren. They were the ones that were a, a different race. But she was actually a little bit older than him. He's 28, she's 32. So um, Amber, yes, Amber is 27. That's the one that married Barnett. And here's the thing. If if Jessica was so really so hung up on ages, okay, she's, she's 34. Barnett was 27. It's still an age difference, but who who knows? But anyway, um, so another another a couple I want to touch on really quick that didn't make it to episode three, because after the proposal came, was uh Diamond who was twenty eight and Carlson who was thirty four. Here's the thing. Carlton is a bisexual male, and they exist, and that's real. But instead of being upfront with her in the beginning and letting her make a decision, he hid that until after they were you know engaged which in real let's say there was no experiment in real life that would not be okay and instead of nailing her to the cross and being like oh you homophobe how about we call him out for not being honest with his truth this is 2020 there are so many bisexual men it's not even funny you hiding stuff however is not okay you not being up front that's not okay either Marriage is a big deal. You talking about spending your life with somebody and you you don't even feel comfortable enough to tell them, hey, I've slept with a man before. And truth be told, I mean, if you're not sleeping with men now, why does it matter? She probably hooked up with a girl before. Like like I said, this is 2020. People, people is wilding out here. But he made it a big thing. And then it's like when she tried to talk to him, I watched it twice. I watched their scene twice to make sure I wasn't tripping. But I think homegirl handled that extremely maturely. She, you know, she coddled him and comforted him when he was crying and making a scene and trying to tell her. And then the next day when they came to talk about it, okay, you got to 
you got to share your feelings. You got to have your emotional moment. Well, now it's my turn to speak. And she was calm. She was collected. She didn't say anything about, I don't want to be with you. She didn't say about anything about this marriage is over and the marriage is off. All she said was pretty much just how she felt. You know, you could have come to me and you could have talked to me. And he was immediately in defense mode and just went off on her. And in essence, ended up calling her a bitch. Out of nowhere, she I, I watched it twice to be sure. She was calm, she was collected, she wasn't raising her voice until he got extremely disrespectful. Call her to be word. I will not, he indirectly, he said, I don't fool with B words like you. And she was like, Oh, no, I'm a B word. And he said, Yes, you are a B word. Okay, so he reiterated himself and because and, she was trying to be clear, you know how black one, you know how we do. Oh, so now, and he came back with the yes, ma'am. And um, he threw the ring in the pool and all that jazz, and you know. She by now she had enough. She's you know f you mother effer. She starts to walk off, and so he wants to diss on her wig and talk about it's been sliding back. And she handled that way better than some. I ain't saying it's right, you know. She had her immature moment where she splashed some water on him, but I mean, you know, this is, if, if this is as real as they say it was, which I think it was, I don't think it's no different than a couple who's invested time being heated, you know. And he did eventually apologize to her on the reunion, or he called a little bit before the reunion. But this stuff is pre-recorded a year and a half ago. He should have apologized. He should have came and apologized before she left that night. You know, and so you know. But anyway, so they didn't last long. I'm trying to start making my podcast a little bit shorter, but uh, no need to rush the greatness. So anyway, in short. My fan favorites, of course, were Mark and Cameron. I feel as far as men go, they were very stand-up. They were very consistent with who they were. Unlike, <laughs> what, what was his name we just talked about? What's the man name? Unlike Carlton, who, you know, went from being this sweet Carolina mama's boy. And all of a sudden, you a B and F you and... That's too much. Cameron, I, I can't, you know, he was just very, even in situations that were kind of iffy or when he felt unsure. And women need that. Women need stability. And stability and consistency don't always just mean financial. I need to know that you're going to, mood swings, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to be politically incorrect. I have enough mood swings for us both. We both cannot be doing the mood swing thing. Somebody has to be consistent and and who they are from day to day. And women need that. Like a routine. Women need that. Not a routine, but like, I know when I call him, I'm, this is who I'm going to speak with. Not one of his, you know, it's not like split where it's like, come to the light. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Come to the light, Patricia. You know, I don't want to deal with Patricia today and uh, Ewig tomorrow or Jack tomorrow. You know, oh, this is Cam- This is how Cameron is. He's just, this is him. And Mark was the same way. Even when the girls would be, you know, having their moments, they were just them. And I think that is super sexy. Um, ain't nobody trying to see, you know, well, which card am I going to get today? And I think had Diamond and Carlton thugged it out, she would have not known from day to day what she was going to get because of all the internal conflicts he had within himself. Normally, that kind of stuff is just a reflection of one person's own insecurity. And Jessica was insecure. That's why from day to she was the wild card in their relationship, even though she was, air quote, 10 years old and supposed to be more mature. You meeting up with Barnett behind 
his back, behind, I mean, behind Mark's back, behind Barnett's fiance's back, all type of inappropriate stuff to keep reiterating the the boy has not chosen you, let it go. I understand you want to get your feelings out, baby, write a letter. Like, you being disrespectful at this point. And if anything, you should have came to his fiance first, came to Amber first, and been like, Amber, I just want to have one conversation with Barnett. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's just certain feelings that I want to get off my chest. Is that okay with you? And if you aren't brave enough to do that, then don't be bold enough to be meeting up with him. And then she would bring her tail over there in front of Mark and talk. Like, Mark was... I just, every episode I kept thinking, child, you can do so much better. You can do so much better. It's women out here who would love somebody like Mark. Big eyes and all. He's not ugly, so I don't understand what her whole thing was. The physical is just not there. As soon as her and the other girl who was with Kenny was talking about it, we ain't, they were bragging at first. Talking about we haven't knocked boots yet, pretty much. We haven't had sex yet. We're trying to wait. Nah, you're not feeling him. You're not feeling him. You have proved the project is at least for you is not what it is you just accepted this man marriage proposal and now today oh we just no nah, you don't want him to touch you because i ain't saying you gotta knock boots she didn't like him she didn't she didn't like how mark look it, it, at the end of the day that's what it was if barnett would have had the exact same things as mark and look exactly how he looked she would have married him without question she likes white guys she likes a particular type of looking white guy and mark wasn't it he was short he was younger. He's Hispanic. You know, I thought he was handsome. He's a fitness trainer, so he's in shape. That was not the look she was going for, point blank. Because nobody, no one in the, she was like, I don't think our relationship will transfer to the real world. Nobody in the real world gave a flip about their differences except her. She, she missed her own blessing. And I'm not saying that you are... That you have to settle for something you don't want. If you got to wake up to somebody every day and you got to have their children, by all means, it's probably best that you're attracted to them. Yes, looks do fade. However, before they do, they are there. And <laughs> you got to want to look at this mofo every day. So I get it. But keep it a buck. You know, don't be grasping for birds when the truth of it is, I just don't like the way you look. This ain't going to work. I mean, it's harsh. But, the I mean, isn't that the no if, it was, if you said yes to my proposal and then no, when we get to the marriage, the only thing that's changed between then and now is you didn't see me in person. Okay, obviously it's the looks. But anywho, so Cameron, Cameron has experience. Let's go back to Cameron. Somebody worth talking about. Cameron has experience in the swirl. <laughs> I, I can tell he got a he, he got a little swag in him. Yeah, he looked like he didn't, you know. But yeah, he was in a long um, a long term relationship with a sister before Lauren for like five years. This was her first experience with that. But he was very patient with her. You know, he didn't be like you need to get it. Got it. it. Yeah, he, he wasn't on none of that. Cameron was a cool, calm, collected, laid back fellow, and they are still married to this day. And I can see why. And, and again, he's twenty eight and she's thirty two, so he was a little bit younger than her, and he still. I could just tell he would make a fine husband. Like, it didn't seem like this was a joke to him. First of all, Cameron got a mad, fat, nice house in Atlanta. That mug is two stories. Uh, he owns that bit. Like, he is, Cameron got his head on straight, you know. So, if he's saying stuff, he's at a place in his life where I can make a home for a woman. And he meant it, you know. So, I definitely loved him. Amber was a little bit, you know, trying to get on her feet 
she's she's got a personality that to me matched Barnett. You know, I knew they were gonna hit it off physically. And yes, she do look way better than uh than Jessica. So even if he would have gotten a chance to choose again, I don't think he was gonna choose her. It's like she would not let it go. It was like every time you looked up, especially at that little birthday party when she got drunk. I still just can't believe you're with Amber. Believe it. He straight up and down proposed to this woman. They're still married today. Like he, you know, it clicked for him personality-wise. And then when he saw her in person, it was on, like, Donkey Kong. Like, I mean, there were things that he wasn't crazy about. But I think he was ready. And, yeah, he seemed like a little bit of a playboy. But once he made his mind up, his mind was made up. And it's like, it seemed to me like Jessica was trying to convince him to change his mind. Instead of just appreciating the really nice guy she had in front of her. I'm not, you don't have to force it, ladies. You don't have to settle. If she felt like Mark was settling, you have every right to do exactly what she did. You know, society kind of pushes that on women. That we have to deal with the nice guy or deal with this guy or that guy just because they like us. Or You don't have to deal with anybody. You don't have to. There's a new new day and age. You can definitely be single and let that man or that woman go on to somebody who will appreciate them flaws and all, looks and all, if it is not for you. You can't force it. You know, if it's not for you, it's just not for you. Do I think she a damn fool? Yes. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's neither here nor there. I, I felt bad. It, yes, every couple that went through the process did not make it to the marriage. In fact, of all the couples, only two actually got married. Gina Nina and her little midget man, he he blew her off. But here's the thing. Okay, we didn't talk about that much. Gina Nina was very pretty. She comes from a Hispanic background. Um very feisty, you know, fiery Latina, whatever. Very pretty, but I think her personality wasn't consistent. How I just said a few minutes ago that women need that, I recommend need that too. Every man don't find it sexy to talk to some new personality every day. I don't like flip-flop either. To me, sexy is... I've, I've committed, and this is my decision. You are it for me, period. Now, will arguments come? Yes. But if every every other day we are breaking up or you wanting to quit, and that was Gina Nina. Every other day, she fighting, want to break up, and he wasn't feeling it. And I don't blame him. Now, when it got closer to the wedding, now you're all in. But a week ago, you was like, I'm done with this. I don't enjoy having sex with you. I'm through at this. I mean, she she was saying some hurtful stuff to get under his skin. He's calm, but he's not as calm as Cameron. Because somebody else like Carlton, who would have got with her, you know, would have got up in her face, well, be I, you know. He's pretty calm about it, and he, he did try. But he was just like, this flip-flop ain't going to work for me. And the only thing I don't like about the whole wedding thing was if you knew you were not going to say, I do. I know it's a television show and ratings are important. And they've paid for all this stuff, so go ahead and get dressed up. But if you really cared about that person at all, y'all could have squashed this the night before. Let me just tell you now, I'm not going to say yes tomorrow. In fact, or a week ahead, you know, tell your friends and family, it's probably not going to go that way. Because in the words of the late, great Maya Angelou, love is many things, but it is never unsure. 
if the whole week before you wasn't yes, yes wasn't the answer, I understand cold feet. But if you was real life going back and forth and back and forth, then anything other than a yes is a no. And I feel like they could have pulled them people to the side if they really genuinely cared about them. And before I make a fool of you in front of your friends and family, let me just tell you now, we should end this. Jessica did it, could have did it, and so could have Damien. But I guess it makes for good ratings, like I said, you know. Makes for good TV, making fools of folks, but I don't have it in me. So even if, even if my answer would have been no, I probably would have just pulled them to the side a few days before and been like, yeah, it's probably not going to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. And if they want to know why, that would give us time. And they can film that time while we sit and talk about, well, why are you saying no? Well, this is why. You know, to give them as much clarity as you can, some things are inevitable. Pain is inevitable when a person has invested in you and they're not getting what they hoped. So, I mean, at least give them the decency to not make a fool of them. And, like, me personally, I would tell that way, nope. You know, but everybody was so calm and collected and mature about it. <laughs> you know, not I, said the Brian Kyle. i turn this mug up. Um, but... Yeah, I guess you got to save face. Like the little con- Kenny. They they were kind of boring, but she didn't want him. She, for whatever reason. What was, I think Kelly was the girl. I'm not sure. I forgot his wife's name. She was so damn boring. I think she overestimated her looks. That's another one that thought she was finer than what she was. And was like, I'm not attracted to him physically. She looked like somebody out of Little House from the Prairie. Like she was just a regular looking white girl. Nothing too, nothing too, you know. No. No, they look like they belong together. She he actually looked a little bit better than her. So this is actually to me look like a step up from what she normally deals with. Both the families were excited. Both the parents were like yes, and they liked the other person. And she just said no at the end. And he was looking crazy. And he you know he spoke to the family and thanked them all for coming out. I'm talking about real life mature grown man stuff. Thank y'all for coming out. And even when the cameras like afterwards when they were like trying to ask him. Well, how do you feel? What do you think? He's like, I'm not finna do that. I'm not finna bash her. I'm not finna talk bad about her. So, it was some real stand-up people that got the short end of the stick. But sometimes, it's, you know, every rejection isn't a a tragedy, you know. Mark, Kenny, you know, people like that, they deserve somebody who will be 100% invested. And not unsure. I think everybody who's a decent person deserves that kind of love. And I don't think Jessica turning him away makes her a bad person. I just, she was he wasn't for her. She wasn't ready. Either she wasn't ready emotionally for what he was ready for, or he just wasn't for her. It's one or the other. You know, we've always been taught that notion that if somebody rejects you, or if they turn you down, it's their loss. Maybe not. Maybe it's a blessing for you both. They just weren't for each other. But the experiment did hold true. Like I said, only two couples got married. But Gina, Nina, and Damien did remain together. I mean, she ran off. She pulled a runaway bride and ran off and cried and everything. It was probably what I would have done. Like, let me get up out of here before I tear this wedding up. Give my Nikes. I'm out. You know, and she, <laughs> and she ran halfway across Atlanta. But um, they are still together today, at dating. Um... And Cameron and Lauren and also Barnett and Amber are actually still married. Jessica, wrinkle face Jessica, is still single. Good. I don't like her. Mark is still single too. I think he was almost a little bit hopeful that, hey, maybe some sparks will fly. 
son, go on. It's some bad member jammers out there who would love, love themselves a mark. And just because not it. Kind of like the game, one, two, three, not it, just gain it. Um, you can do a lot better, son. And I, I remember watching the show. I was like, damn, he can do better than this. Like, not necessarily me, although I, I don't discriminate. I'm not big on dating younger. He is a bit young. But he has proven maturity. And I definitely don't care about height. Now, mind you, I am six feet tall. So I'm taller than Jessica. So, <laughs> it would definitely be a height difference there. But those things are so minuscule. Like, it's just, it's, it's just to me, silly to hold something against someone that they cannot change. I can't change that I'm tall. Just like you can't change that you're short. You can't make yourself be older. She can't make herself be younger. So why keep bringing up stuff that he could do nothing about? Like, okay, picking up your drawers or, you know, brushing your teeth or, or whatever. Yeah, we can do something about that. But he can't up the, you know, lower the years he was, up the years he was born. Like, I don't know. Best of luck to her and best of luck to him. Because, like I said, they're both good people in our own right. You know, as, as, as the viewers, we just kind of pick somebody and... You know, we always think there's a protagonist and an antagonist. But, you know, maybe there is no bad guy. Like I said, it was an experiment. It absolutely worked because we got two couples that have been married for nearly two years and seem to still really love each other and um, and have love for each other. You know, I think Cameron and Lauren was, like, everybody's favorite. But, yeah, the bald head dude that was like, I'm a bisexual, he did apologize. He actually fished the ring out the pool and got on his knee. He didn't propose, which I thought he was going to do. But um, he offered her friendship and was like, please take the ring back. And my thing was, why did this take a year and a half? Like, is pride that big a thing that you were wrong? Straight up. You know, they said people were attacking her online. Child, miss me with that. Every hill is not a hill to down. She didn't say nothing about him being bisexual that was a problem. Him being a liar. Him being a jerk. Him being disrespectful. Those were issues. Okay. Like I'm saying, if he's not sleeping with a man now, what's the problem? You know, and, and again, that only really would have been an issue if they were here to be exclusive. Like, if you have a boyfriend, okay, you, you're in a relationship. <laughs> but it was none of that. I don't feel like how she came at him was wrong. But, you know, everybody's a keyboard warrior nowadays. He had a lot of people come for him. Jessica said she had a lot of people come, from her, come for her. You know. So, hmm, everybody's a, everybody's a keyboard warrior, you know. But um, maybe they could start something anew. Yeah, they certainly got the history, you know. They went through this experiment together. They know all there is to know about each other. I think at this point, there are no secrets. So, it actually was very brave. Let me give Carlton a shout-out. It was actually very brave of him as a black man in America, who I would not have pegged for gay or bisexual or any of that until he said so. To, to come out on national television on such an experiment like this. It was very, very brave of him. And this is probably something they could have dealt with together. But he went into defense mode as soon as he thought he heard something that wasn't in agreement. And all she was really saying was, you could have told me. Like, in short, you could just tell me. That's not really fair to me. You know, it's, I guess maybe she would have just said, you could have told me. Instead of expounding on that, he may have received it better. But I think he was in defense mode anyway because probably most of his life he has been. Like I said, most of that stuff is just inner issues with the person. But I'm excited um, to see season two. I, I would like if they did, like, teen moms. Like, 
after they had the baby, they had teen moms. It'd be good if they continued on or gave Lauren and Cameron their own show or followed Mark, you know, help him find love or something. Definitely want to strike while the iron's hot. Me, personally, I'm real big on capitalizing on things. The show is big now. Mark needs a spinoff. Maybe Lauren and Cameron need a spinoff. Maybe Carlton and Diamond need a spinoff. You know, just get the money. Get get the money. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to go watch... The new season of Insecure, which we have all been waiting patiently for nearly two years for. And I'll probably do um, do my next podcast on that. I definitely want to thank you all for tuning in. Also, all Courtney Lyric books are available at Amazon.com. You can follow me on Facebook at Courtney Lyric Presents forward slash... Was it? How's it, how's it go? Yeah, Courtney Lyric Presents forward slash Facebook or, you know, dot com. You know how that goes. But anyway, uh, you can find me on Facebook... Courtney Lyric presents. Um, that's all I have for you guys tonight. Have a good productive week. Keep God first and love on your loved ones. Bye.